From our creative studios here in Northern California, you are listening to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, and I am your host, Sonia Paz. Welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, the podcast to inspire you and bring the kickstart you need to crush it in the art industry. We'll bring you creative insights, inspiring interviews, valuable resources, and art marketing, along with decades of experience to provide you the strategic approach to unleash your creative talents and rock your inner entrepreneur. Now, your creatively energetic host, Sonia Paz. That is right, everyone. We are creative up here in Northern California. Hey, thank you all so much for tuning in today. I am so pleased to announce that we are on episode 75 of the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, and I am your host and creator of the podcast, Sonia Paz. I am a fine artist, and I paint for a living. I create amazing, colorful works of art, and you can see what I do at soniapaz.com. The link will be in the show notes because I know a few of you have asked me that um, they had heard my name and knew that I did art and were surprised that I was now doing a podcast. So, yes, I am um, 75 episodes worth now and I am loving it. I am excited about this new medium. I tried to do blogging and I try to be consistent with all of that. And I just had, uh, I don't know, it's just sitting down and typing everything. I think my message is better said by spoken word. So the podcast medium here certainly, certainly works for me. I do have a really exciting interview for you all today. And I'd like to title this podcast as Colorful Fabrics of Art because my guest is my dear friend and amazing quilt maker, Annette Kelly. And I have her on the show today. Now, I want to tell you that I know that the whole show is surrounding about getting your art out there and giving the gift of art and, you know, making your art your business. Well, sometimes people just want to create for the sake of creating and pass their passions of creating on to others without having to necessarily sell their work. I wanted to touch on this because I know a lot of our listeners aren't at the point to really kick it up and rock it out there as far as getting it out there to sell, sell, sell. Some people want to create because it is something that is that is woven into them. It's really just part of who they are and part of the fabric who they've become. So who else better than to have my dear friend Annette Kelly on the show today? She is a quilt maker based out of San Jose, California. She is a great friend. You will listen to about how we knew each other, how we met up and everything in the interview. But uh, I do want to point out that Annette creates definitely from the heart. She is a master, an absolute master in her quilting skills. Now, before we get started, I do want to mention that I do have a couple of shout outs out there today. The first one is a recording artist. Her name is Kathy Heller, and she is out of Southern California. And she has a really great energetic podcast called Don't Keep Your Day Job. And she is a recording artist who has created 
jingles and songs and themes for different kinds of movies and commercials and publications like that. And she's got a really great podcast. So if you are in the music industry and you want to learn more how to do that and how to get started, her podcast really is amazing. The other podcast that I really enjoy listening to is Nick Loper. He's a chief side hustler at the Side Hustle Nation podcast. He's got really great guests and um, the side hustle is, of course, something that I started doing when I started to do my art while working in high tech. And I'm going to tell you, everyone, when I need a little kick in the pants, the Side Hustle Nation podcast is what I love listening to just because it reinforces what I'm doing here for you, how I can help other people and how you can actually work your full time job and do your thing, your art in in a side hustle format and prepare yourself for when you are ready to take the leap. So check out his show. And the last one I'd love to mention here today is from Gimlet Media. It is called Reply All. And this, if you can't get enough of geeking out and hearing really interesting stories from the front lines of tech support and investigative stuff like that, then um, you would love listening to Alex Goldman and PJ Vote of Reply All it's a couple guys. They are hilarious. They have a great crew of investigative reporters as well. But they'll take simple questions that you have going into tech support and answer them. And they'll dig a bit to get you just the right answer. Sometimes these are serious, serious subjects. And sometimes they are just plain funny. So those are the ones that I usually subscribe to. Just a little tidbit of information for you. And um, yeah. Hey, if you are on Facebook and you want to check us out, go to check out Rockstar Mentor on Facebook. If you are on Twitter, check us out at Crush It Mentor, only because Rockstar Mentor was already taken. So that's what we are on Twitter is Crush It Mentor. And of course, last but not least, if you are on Instagram and you want to check us out in our visually appealing Instagram posts, then make sure that you check us out at Instagram slash Rockstar Mentor. Now, without any further ado, I would love to introduce to you my good friend, Annette Kelly, into the Rockstar Mentor Podcast today. How are you, Annette? Hi, Sonia. I am awesome, and thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Are you? This is great. I'm so, I am excited, too, because I want the listeners to know that you and I go way back. We go way back. <laughs> <laughs> and, we don't have to tell everybody how far no, back. No, what stays in Northern California stays in what happens in Northern California stays in Northern California. <laughs> no, but we met because our sons were in school together in the same grade. And um, the funny thing was, is that my son started in fourth grade and he was your son. Sean was already in the school and Ryan was new to the school and everyone kept telling me, Oh, you got to meet Annette Kelly. Cause she's, she's a crazy, amazing artist lady. And you two would just click. And I think people were telling you a similar story about me. The same thing. The same thing. You got to meet Sonia. Cause she's this crazy artist yeah. lady. <laughs> and I think both of us were kind of thinking, well, I don't know. I don't, do I want to meet this woman? <laughs> No, it was good, but we Any, did. We did. Anytime, haven't you found, Sonia, anytime someone comes with much ballyhooed information, it's very off-putting. So I remember thinking, well, you must be a very good artist, and what in the heck do I have 
that would make it worth your while to talk to me. Oh my Isn't god! That funny how we ended up together like that. I know, and we've been. So your journey, your yeah. journey, and my journey have been so different, and yet in so many ways so parallel. Um, I would say you're more de- definitely the the professional of the two of us, but I think it's um, the creativity that we just found that bonded because we're very different. You're very spontaneous, and I'm very planned and methodical. <laughs> And yet, but that's good. You know, it, it seems to work. It, you know what it does? It does work for me. Um, it's it's been a really interesting journey because I never would have imagined that twenty years after first seeing this gorgeous quilt that my grandmother in law had made, I didn't ever imagine that that would be, you know, my course in uh, in my life. But the thing that so enchanted me. Not only was Grandma Mabel this amazing woman who hand-pieced and hand-quilted, which is definitely a lost art these days, but it was more the camaraderie or the gift of friendship that came with that. Right. And as much as, much as I love my craft and I love, you know, the colors and the inspirations, um, the thing that keeps pulling me back is this kind of new technology but old world sewing or quilting bees that just bring people and ideas back together again. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I I think a lot of artists tend to um, be more in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the few Mm -hmm. kind of creative outlets that I have been exposed to where I can actually do it with some other people too. So I find that creativity, you know, and that bouncing of ideas and and the camaraderie is just what keeps me going. Absolutely. Well, it's funny. Um, I mean, for, for everyone, when I say textile artist, I want to say that, uh, and what Annette does with fabric is to me, absolutely inspiring because I look at what she does and it does, it does take planning. And I look at, I get up close and I look at the stitches and I look at the seams and how straight they are and all of the, I don't know what all the (laughs) quilting terminology is, but to me, I just don't I look, think don't look too closely. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! This her works are amazing. In fact, I'm going to have you send me some photos because in the show notes, I'm going to be putting links to some. I'm going to have some of your quilts on our Rockstar Mentor website that we can uh, we can show to other artists. And many of our listeners are indeed in textile and do similar things. But I, I. I wanted also the listeners to know that um, unlike me, who's just a marketing slut, <laughs> I am ruthless in getting my art out there. And, and I say that humbly, of course, um, you do not like social media and you aren't on, you aren't selling your works or if you have, it's been very personal sales. It's certainly not mass production. And I wanted to have you on the show because I think that that really resonates to a lot of folks who want to create simply for themselves and fulfill a journey and a comfort. And I wanted you to talk a bit about that. Hmm. Well, um, I am always in awe of your creativity with marketing and I marvel Mm -hmm. at how you always are reinventing yourself. So um, for me, I am always in Enchanted with how you take and craft your work and then reposition it. I don't want to say repurpose, but reposition. 
Um, yeah, what I do is definitely um, very self-serving. Right. I have made a few quilts that have been for other people, commissions, and those have been very personal, those choices to make those quilts for those individuals. One was for a dear friend who lost her husband in a skiing accident, and we documented oh, no. his life in a pictorial quilt um, that was, it was very cathartic for me, and I know for um, my friend who lost her husband, um, it's just a daily reminder for her of all of the wonderful events that she got to experience with him. So that was a very personal journey, and I love doing that. Right. For the most part, I have to say, um, I, I'm very intrigued with new techniques. I'm always inspired by fabric. My husband laughs at me because when we take trips, I'm taking pictures of the tile on the floors ah. <laughs> rather than the scenery because <laughs> there is some geometric um, inspiration that I don't want to let go by. And, um, you know, it just comes from all different places. It's, you know, it, it's, Oh yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure this is for you as well. Um, it, it could just be a turn of a phrase or an event. And then all of a sudden you're off and running. Oh yeah. And, and voila, right. your, your creations, <laughs> um, are accomplished much sooner than mine. And I won't tell you how many UFOs I have and in quilter language that's unfinished object it's pretty pathetic <laughs> but i love it you know sometimes, sometimes for me it's just the process of of putting those pieces together that i just find so intriguing oh so right right that's what calls me to quilting i love ufos unfinished objects that's yeah <laughs> and i when it comes to any sort of sewing project i have a huge one of those um t large plastic totes filled with pinned up dresses that never happened, pinned up pillows, a doggy <laughs> outfit for the dog. You know, I mean, all these things I thought, well, that would be easy because it's small. And then I started cutting it. If it takes me five hours just to cut the pattern, then it's, it's not the medium. It's me. <laughs> so, but. <laughs> and but, you know what, Sonia, you just need to find someone who loves the cutting out process. And then you've got a match made in heaven. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you've, when, when the kids were in school together, you created a number of different quilts that were for auction that was for the classes. And you could probably better explain it than me, but you know, it was, it was a giant quilt, I think for something, maybe a, a queen bed and it had all the photos of the kids on it and activities and their class picture. So tell me, how that process worked. Well, we, as you remember so well, had an amazing principal at the school that our, our boys attended. And she very quickly realized what talents and treasures everybody brought to the table. So I remember being asked to make a quilt for the graduating class, the eighth grade class. And it would be auctioned off. Talk about no pressure. Oh, my gosh. Oh. This was a medium, you know, using um, a different product where you're actually reproducing the pictures on a certain type of um, fabric that's fed through an inkjet printer. 
was very new to me. I mean, now it's very old hand. Everybody knows how to do it, but we're talking, gosh, maybe 15, 16 years ago. And it was still kind of new. Um, And yes, I was an idiot. The very first quilt I made was a queen size, which I quilted myself. I don't do that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's very hard to cram all of that fabric in between the, uh, the needle and the throat of your machine. But yeah, I love the I love the quilt outcome that happened with our boys when they graduated. The school had a theme and it was called for boxes and it was encouraging um, behaviors among the kids to be um, attentive to other people's feelings and right. needs. And and they encouraged the kids and if they were caught doing it unawares, you know, they were recognized at the morning assembly. So the silver boxes became this very evident mm-hmm. um, part of the culture of the school. So that is what was the leaping off point for this particular quilt. And the students, I believe, numbered 30 or 32. And so when you first looked at the quilt, it looked like there were 30 or 32 of these silver lame puffy boxes that were on the front of this quilt and they were all drawn up in a bow. When you opened up the boxes, on the left side was their kindergarten picture and on the right side was their graduating eighth grade picture. I forgot. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I loved that quilt and unbeknownst to me, my husband was actually bidding on it. (laughs) Oh, really? Couldn't couldn't you make another one again? And I'm thinking, are you freaking kidding me? How much time that took? Oh yeah, um, that to me was probably one of my most favorite creations, and definitely um, the affirmation that someone paid over forty three hundred dollars for that quilt. Yes, just told me that there, there, someone else perceived the, the value or the intrinsic beauty in that, and that that was validation for me, and I yeah. loved it. Oh, I remember it was the star of the show. That was that was amazing. It was very emotional too. Just to just to be it there was. and have that, you know, the price going up and everyone and I remember I think you were in tears just because, you know, it's something that you put your heart and soul in. I mean, of course, a lot of people's hands were involved, you know, because of the direct to garment printing that was that incorporated all of the imagery. But, um, you know, and it was, you know, to a degree, a community project, but you were at the helm and you rode, you rode the wave and was very proud. And I was very proud of you too. <laughs> Still am. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then one other project that kind of touched me in a similar way, but very different. Again, it was utilizing this um, image transfer to fabric process and, uh, Grandma Mabel, the woman I told you about that was really my inspiration, um, had a very significant birthday that was coming up. It was her 90th. And so we collected pictures and made um, transfers of those onto fabric. And that became sort of like the, the center or the background. Um, and then the outer portion of the quilt, which is a border, was all created made to look like a white picket fence and in the corners there were these roses that I had done a a particular technique called paper piecing but on each one of those pickets of the fence 
we had all of the people who attended Grandma Mabel's 90th birthday sign this particular quilt. Wow. And to me, and I was then gifted this um, many, many years later when Grandma Mabel um, passed away. And it just brings tears to me. So it's not the warmth of the quilt so much that will touch me. It's more the emotion that went into the quilt. Right. That I find my comfort with. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you hit the, you said the right word there, warmth. And I think, you know, a lot of quilting, a lot of quilters or textile artists will make quilts with the intent to either put on the bed or on a chair or to display or to hang someplace. And I always like to use quilts for their purpose of comfort and warmth. And when, you know, and you mentioned doing a a quilt for one of a dear friend who lost her husband is, you know, she could take that quilt and wrap herself in it. And because he is the one represented in this piece of work, it's as though he's hugging her. At least that's, that's kind of the, the, the spin or the, the feeling that I get from it. Is that how a lot of people feel That is exactly what I had hoped that um, my friend Anne Marie would walk away with. And I think when when quilters are are making a a a gift for someone, usually it's very onset. You know who the recipient is going to be, and so all of this time that you spend cutting and sewing and piecing and quilting, that person is always on your mind as you're putting this creation together. So whenever I turn over a quilt to someone, and I love giving. Um, the nieces and nephews when they graduate from high school so they can take it on to college with them. When I present that with them, um, I want them to know that that whole entire time I was thinking about them and I'm wishing them wonderful thoughts when they go off to college. So, so yeah, it's not just the warmth of the fabric, but it's the warmth of the gift itself. Right, right. Well, that's awesome. And speaking of gifts, you also teach your talents to, you have, you have students that you do open sews, which, you know, tell us about that. And I've, I've been to one. (laughs) I went to one. (laughs) And and you excelled marvelously because you had a goal and you accomplished it and no UFO for you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, over the course of the years, I've discovered that my true joy is sharing or passing on this um, this love that I have for quilting. And it's kind of an old-fashioned art, and it's not one that I think millennials are quickly or, you know, um, drawn to. But when I have that opportunity to, to impart this information with people, um, I want them to love it as much as I do. I just want them to, to see the pleasure that you can get out of taking very disparate pieces and then bringing it together into something that is so unique, so you, and so fulfilling. Right. And teaching that for me um, That's my high. That's what I absolutely love doing. Um, The last couple of years, um, I've been working out of different um, quilt shops and sewing centers. And 
the opportunity for teaching those beginning quilters hasn't been as frequent, unfortunately. But on a weekly basis, um, I host these two different open sews. And it's for people who are in the process of creating their own thing. And they bring their sewing machines and their projects. And it's like a, a modern day quilting bee. And we're all sitting there chit-chatting, solving the world's problems. Awesome. It, Somebody it has is, to. It is. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to sew these problems into <laughs> high gear, right? <laughs> and it's so simple. Why don't people understand that? <laughs> I know. So you have went on the open so you, you have experienced people mm-hmm. and newbies. So it's a, maybe a combination of different levels of quilting. Yes. Yes. So um, people come from different walks of life for different reasons. I've had many people who um, want to honor uh, a parent or a loved one that's passed away. So they bring scraps of um, clothing from these individuals that they want to then craft or make into a quilt. Um, And those journeys I love. Those, Those are very intimate and very rewarding. And then um, just just in the last week or two, um, there's probably a total of maybe 30 to 40 women at any one time, you know, kind of drifting in and out of these open sews. And we have made over 50 pillowcases that we're going to be donating to those people who survived Harvey and Irma. In our own way, we want to send on to them, you know, something that... uh, will matter to them and it's something that we feel like we're able to do you know in addition to you know you know sending money but this to us is a very personal way for us to reach out that's that's amazing that is truly a gift you know and i and i and i do know some people who have been affected and i know that you know anything everything helps you know and regardless of what it is so that's awesome if um if people wanted to learn more about that, how can they learn? Is that your own personal project, or is that a project that's going on through other quilting uh, groups, or is that something that you? I right? believe that there are several different organizations that are um, putting out the call. So we had begun as a group to do that, and then I was able to um, tag on to Missouri Star. I'm sorry, Missouri Star Quilt Company. And uh, that's their name on the web. And they are also a very altruistic group. And I will be sending our pillowcases to them so that they, in turn, will then be shipping them to wherever the appropriate site is where they're most needed. But I know there are several other organizations. And I mean, even here in Northern California, there are so many um, homeless or single family or, you know, families who are just living below the poverty line. Yeah. All of them are are definitely beneficiaries of, you know, our talents because frankly, how many quilts do you need? I know. I know. <laughs> it's, it's it's time to share the wealth and pass it on and it still allows us to be our creative selves um and yet give back then to others. That's awesome. 
Well, gosh, this is it makes me every time I talk to you, I just want to run out and go buy a whole bunch of fabric. Or maybe I should Don't, just. I'll, get, I'll give you some. <laughs> there you go. And I know I, you. And I have I, enough for a whole store. Oh, my God. I know. I've seen your room. And it's very, the way I have to say this, I don't know if I should say this publicly, but I have seen her room and everything is very strategically placed. So it doesn't look like she's got a lot of fabric, but it's in there. <laughs> So I, I think you're very kind. Thank you, Sonia. Oh my God! But I every time I talk to you, I want to I want to just break up. The, I have a sewing machine that I use for teeny little small projects, but nothing to the caliber of the amazing works that you do. So, but so Annette, well, thank if um, I know you don't have Facebook and I know you don't do Twitter, but if somebody wanted some good pieces of advice if they wanted to start quilting give me a couple examples of good starter advice that you can provide to our listeners well um i would say if if quilting is what you are interested in um go to a independent quilt store and chances are they will offer beginning quilting classes if you are more technically savvy i know that there are a lot of um uh, blogs and um, YouTubes that are available that will also help you on your way. Oh, I yeah. would encourage you to go and actually have a one-on-one with, with someone who is acquainted with quilting because then they're able to actually answer your questions. Um, and, you know, I'm happy if at the end of this you want to post my email address on you. That would be fine with me, too. I would be oh, okay, happy perfect. to point people in the right direction or answer any simple questions. That is awesome and very generous of you. I really appreciate that. So, well, Annette, as usual, it's always great to connect. I'm so glad that you uh, that you allowed me to interview you today because I know that, um, you know, that you're really busy. But um, but this is great because I know that there are a lot of textile artists out there who can definitely resonate with what you're telling and the stories that you've shared. And I really love the personal message that the quilting and the community, what it has not only brought to you, but what you bring to others. Well, thank you, Sonia. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah my pleasure. So you better get me my quilt soon, girlfriend. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll cut, I'll cut that out of the uh, of there. No, no, no. I'm I'm just truly amazed at, at your talent. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Sonia. Again, a huge, huge thanks to Annette Kelly for taking time out of her very busy artistic schedule to join us here today on the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. You know, I, I want to get. I really want to start learning how to do that. Gosh, I got to make the time. I'm actually going to be seeing her this weekend. So maybe I'll talk her into bringing her sewing machine over and we can do some, some quick and easy. She's amazing. And I am going to be able to get some of her photos up on the show notes as well. So be sure to check her out. That is a wrap today, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I appreciate all of you. If you have not yet subscribed on iTunes, make sure you come on, subscribe. And if you're on our mastermind page, check us out. And of course, you can reach us all at mentor at rockstarmentor.com as well as rockstarmentor.com website. Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Did you know that you can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com? 
audible.com slash rockstar. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from that you can download onto your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And for you, the listeners of the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you an opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash rockstar. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash rockstar for your free audiobook. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast today. I am your host, Sonia Paz, and I am thrilled to be able to offer you all of this great advice and experience that I have learned over the years in creating my own art business and developing products and getting my art out to the masses. Any support that you can provide for Rockstar Mentor Podcast, you can visit us at rockstarmentorpodcast.com. We have a variety of different platforms that our podcast is hosted on, such as iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or Google Play. If you enjoy this podcast and you find value in it, please give us a review. It only takes a moment and it really helps us out on any of these platforms to let others know about our podcast. And of course, if you are an artist and you know other artists, please share this podcast with them. That way we can help other people manage and excel in this creative art industry. We also have a Patreon page where you can support the show as little as a couple dollars a month. A little bit does go a long way, especially when you are supporting a podcast like ours, where we are offering you great advice and freebie downloads. Sometimes it just helps with any of the logistical costs it takes just to host the show. All of the information for our show is listed on our website at rockstarmentor.com. We have everything from free downloads to you can listen to the podcast straight from the player on the podcast page. And of course, if you're not much of a listener and you're more of a reader, we do have great show notes in the blog section of the website. We also have a mastermind group that you can join in and sign up for via the website. This way, not only can you participate in some of the conversations, you can join in, give advice or ask questions and other artists will be there to help you out. If you'd like to know more about me and the artwork that I do, you can reach me at soniapaz.com. I have hundreds of products on my website from artwork that I've created that we have transformed into products. We want to help you do this too. Please do sign up on the website, get our VIP notifications and stick with us. Listen and do subscribe. You can reach me directly at mentor at rockstarmentor.com. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in and look forward to talking to you soon. 